Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Crunch time with Nick Del Santo, Craig Jennings, Sam Edmund and Jared Waitley. The other side of last night's coin, but really it's a view to what comes next for the Western Bulldogs. The Chief Executive, Amit Baines, is with us. Amit, welcome to Crunch Time. Thanks, Jared. Morning, guys. How are you feeling at this morning? Oh, obviously still a bit disappointed uh, at the result. Um, it was obviously a, a terrific game of football, um, two really good sides. And to be in front when the final siren rings, but to not win the game is, uh, yeah, obviously disappointing. But, um, you know, we'll have to uh, gather ourselves and, and move on to the challenge of West Coast this weekend. And it will be a significant challenge. What What is enshrined for you, uh, Amit? What's the team facing? Yeah, look, it will be, um, Jared. Uh, the team will fly out to Perth um, late tomorrow afternoon, early evening, and um, be required to undertake uh, hard quarantine in Perth, essentially, up until the time of the game. Um, so the best part of the week, uh, play the game and then return to Melbourne, um, you know, post-game next Sunday night. How's it landed like this? Why have your previous plans gone awry? I think in, in short, and, and clearly it's no one's fault, we just need to react to the, the unfolding health crisis wherever it sparks. And um, in the last few days, there's obviously been an outbreak in Sydney, in the eastern suburbs of Sydney, um, which has meant a, a rethink of the plans. And, you know, that's been some of the challenge over the last few days and, and probably why we're really proud of the group last night for being able to, to park some of that uncertainty um, and, and just focus on the game at hand. And as you said, you know, we we started off thinking that we were going to uh, to Sydney um, for the week, a bit like we had done when we played Fremantle a couple of weeks ago um, with no restrictions and um, an ability to take up family as well. And, and it was an opportunity for us to um, give our playing group and staff a four-day break, albeit up in Sydney. Um, that moved to a situation of going to Sydney, but with tighter restrictions on, on what you could do, um, given the emerging outbreak there. And um, in, the, in the last sort of 48 hours, has moved to um, to going to Perth now and, yeah, being subjected to, uh, to harder quarantine. Does that send a bit of a tremor through individuals, knowing what, uh, what hard quarantine looks like? Yeah, look, I, th- I think it's difficult and, um, you know, we, we've got to confront that. Um, but for our group, they've been a, a resilient group all year and are really focused and determined in what we think we're capable of achieving. And um, as some of these things have emerged um, across the year, be it situations like this, be it some injury setbacks, um, you know, they've been able to deal and, and process with what they've been confronted with, you know, pretty quickly and, and to move on and, and focus on the next game and opponent. And, you know, we expect that would be the same again this week. Were there alternatives to, to how it's landed? Um, look, I think it's been, um, you know, really difficult for the AFL in, in terms of managing this and, um, you know, 
uh, like like all of us, they're reacting to the circumstances that are presented to them, and and what that means, as we've seen with different state governments and their um you know their fundamental rights to to do what they want with their borders. So I don't I don't think there's been a, a meaningful alternative in terms of being able to play that game anywhere else. Um, you know, and and then there's the commercial considerations. You know, we're we're on the other end of it, but. You know, West Coast um, suffered earlier in the year when they lost out on the game to Frio, having to play without crowds. And no doubt with the latter position of the two teams, they're expecting to have, you know, close to a sellout next weekend. So there's there's obviously a significant commercial um, consideration there as well. Do, do you think it's fair what you're being asked to do? Uh, look, I don't. I, I think if we started measuring things in, in fairness and, and even last year, the way it played out... Um, Clearly, there's going to be some great inequities depending on which state you are um, from and and what you you have to confront at different times. Um, I think we're all resolved to the fact that we need to to do what we've got to do to to keep the season going and and to keep um, you know as best we can the fixture intact. I think that the flip side to what you're asking though is we we can't be blind to um, some of the growing toll that that's taking on the on our people in the industry and um, you know you've heard from. A lot of key club leaders and um, senior coaches in the last few weeks just around the, the fatigue that the people are feeling and um, obviously situations like this just add to that. I meet Sam Edmund here. Thanks for your time. I just wanted to quickly ask you about the, the break that you had obviously delayed and it was ticked off obviously by the AFL Players Association that was due to take place this week. Is there now a challenge to fit that in somewhere in the calendar given it, it has to be done uh, for the players going forward? Oh, there is, Sam. Um, and, I, and I think part of that challenge is obviously, and, and for good reason, not knowing the specific fixture um, beyond uh, round 16 and, and knowing what your, your breaks are in between rounds. Um, you know, the, the, the hope that we had when we were originally scheduled to fly to Sydney was to take up the entire playing group. Um, but we won't do that now. We're probably more likely to take a, a playing group of, of 27 and, and the requisite staff um, which means for those players that are back here, um, they'll play VFL next weekend. Um, but they'll have the opportunity, um, it seems, to have that break here. And obviously, we're, we're really pleased that the restrictions in, in Melbourne particularly have eased. So that'll give them an opportunity to, to have that downtime. And yeah, for the for the rest of the, the group that have to travel across to Perth, we'll obviously need to find a time, but it's hard to be precise about when that'll be right now for all of those reasons. And do you have access to an oval over there or do you have to make do with something else? No, we'll, we'll um, be able to, to work through that. Um, Rob Ald uh, from the footy ops department at the AFL and then Michael Thorne, the head of procurement, have been amazing in working with our guys, particularly Chris Grant, in trying to, to accommodate that. So we will have um, an opportunity uh, at a minimum to be able to train at Optus Stadium Um as well during our stay so you know when I reference hard quarantine before to explain that we are confined to our um, hotel and, and hotel grounds for the duration of our stay the only exception being um, when we do train and and the game itself. I mean you touched on it taking a toll with the uncertainty and the travel and being away from home oh, can I ask you a little bit more specifically about the playing group and the sense that you're getting from them and you know, even the mindset of what they thought was going to be a short break somewhere where they can live normally and now what they're going through. Are you sensing a feel or something that you knew or saw last year as well? Do you get a sense of that as in your role? Yeah, I think you do, Nick. And, you know, like like anyone, you talk to your, your peers and colleagues across the competition and um, there is a, um, a building sense of that. And I think 
a lot of it is mental really and you know whether it's our industry or or other industries you know in, in Victoria in particular you could you could go through the number of industries that have been impacted by the lockdown in the last two or three weeks but I think it's the the mental toll of the uncertainty of, of knowing what comes next um, and I, I think you know in, in many respects I feel lucky with our group that you know we are performing at a high level on field so there is that motivation and focus to keep us on track and to give the guys a, a real, um, you know, reason and justification to just keep going at, at every step. You know, you talk to colleagues at other clubs that might not be performing as well or having some other challenges um, and, you know, um, that, that toll is starting to grow larger. We saw the headline in the West Australian last year, a mate, a bit cheeky, dirty pies. Are we, are we expecting dirty dogs at some point uh, <laughs> <laughs> later on next dirty week? Dog. <laughs> Um, yeah, quite possibly. It's, it's always a, a hostile environment um, uh, over there, and um, it'll be a tremendous challenge. I mean, last night there was only seven thousand, or just under seven thousand people there, but still a, mm. a very vocal uh, Geelong contingent. So I think, you know, in, in the context of our season, these are all great opportunities. We're clearly very disappointed to have lost last night, but um, to have got so close to a a full-strength Geelong team who are obviously in some great form and at, and at home gives us that, that confidence that mm. next week's going to be just a larger challenge. So the context of the season, I think, is probably the most important part of it. Is So you, you, you will be compromised for the West Coast game. How much thought do you have to put into not compromising the weeks that follow that? Is it's not all about one game, particularly at 10 and 3? No, that that's right. No, I think, you know, that'll be... Um, the work that will need to be done and, and, and pretty smartly, I suppose, in, in terms of determining the travel party that goes across to, to Perth this week by um, Bevo, um, Chris Grant, Matt Innes, our, our head of high performance, and, and Chris Bell, our head of medical as well, in terms of um, the, the players that we take, because it is a, a delicate balance. Our, our VFL side had a tremendous win last night. They're, they're 6-0, and um, but of most importance, um, last night was the first game in about three weeks, given... We had a buy, and then the lockdown, obviously, in Victoria didn't allow for second-tier football to be played. So, you know, getting the balance right of who, who goes across um, and, and who doesn't to be able to continue that match practice is, is pretty critical. And, and obviously, coming out of last night, there are some sore boys. You know, Aaron Norton's the the obvious one. Um, so, you know, those decisions as to who does travel, which then in turn means that, you know, some of those guys may not play at all next weekend, um, to, to your question, and, and the games that, you know, being prepared for the games that come after uh, is a really um, delicate balance to strike. Amit, appreciate you laying it out for us on Crunch Time and good luck with the planning over the next 24 hours. No problem. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.